Welcome back to Storytime. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we're recording today from Toronto, Canada once again. Except this time I have a very special guest with me, Jack. Thank you so much for coming in and doing this yeah, with us. This thanks. is so much fun. Yeah. Thank you. Super How you been? Fun. How's things in the city? <laughs> things are good. Mm. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to Thank Canada. Yeah, How's it's, been, going? it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> it's crazy. Like. Obviously, being from being from South Africa, things move so fast here. Mm-hmm. Um, we were actually just talking about earlier how people here hustle so hard. People have more than one job. They've got seven different things going at the same time. Yeah. Um, I've never heard of like business dinners before, where like people go to dinner but they're actually doing business at the same time. Yeah. Like friends here go to dinner at like ten in the evening, and it's at the same time. Or like all networking dinners too. Like yeah. There's so much. Yeah. Similar in New York that way, but even like our festival TIFF, the Toronto National Film Festival. Mm. Even that festival is known as the business festival. Like it's where deals are made. It's not yeah. like Cannes or um, um, Telluride or any of the other ones where you just sort of go and attend and have like these. You still have great film audiences, but it's like all the industry descends and deals are done. It's yeah. what the, that's what the festival is known for. So I mean, maybe it's just a Toronto thing. Maybe just that's shit so happens. Cool. <laughs> well, I mean, like last time I was in Cannes, I was actually here for TIFF. I came. I want to get this right. Like four or five years ago, I came over for the first film that I ever did, uh, Journey as a Destination, which was an independent film um, that got released at TIFF. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I met Tanya, which is a friend of yours and now a friend of mine that put us in touch. Mm-hmm. And that's how we, we, you know, you and I got to know each other. Um, and TIFF was crazy. I felt like the entire city just went into shutdown. Yeah. Like even if your industry has nothing to do with film, it has everything to do with TIFF. Yeah. Yeah, and I think from a consumer perspective, the entire, uh, like, like Toronto goes to the films. Like, people will just buy one-off tickets and actually mm. go to these film premieres. Mm. I mean, the ones they can, or, like, they stand in the rush line and wait. And mm. I think that's uncharacteristic of a city, too, like, to love films so much. So there's that element. But then, yeah, of course, like, everybody's involved. Um, or, like, even if you're not, you're throwing a party for something. Yeah, that's or so even cool. if not, you're, like, at the party pretending that you've seen the no, movie. there we go. Just act like you're, hey, I don't that's you just amazing. That question, why are you here? And like, you gotta have an answer. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I love the guy at the end of that film where he does that thing where he's wearing that other thing. That's what I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of movie. <laughs> but it's also everyone that we've been meeting here, uh, male, female, young, old. Everyone has some form of uh, understanding and some form of input when it comes to the sports industry which is unheard of for me. Mm. Um, in South Africa, like rugby is a big thing for us, but it's a very, obviously a very male dominant sport. Um, so if you go, like we'll go Bri at someone's mm. house, like you guys barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same yeah. as America, you guys mm-hmm. say barbecue. So Bri is basically the same thing. Um, and we'll all go Bri and all the men will sit in the lounge and they all watch the rugby. Mm-hmm. And all the women you know, will do what they do. They'll, you know, they might be there to watch, but they like, and I'm not saying every woman, I'm saying majority can't like name <laughs> players and like go over rules and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But here, everyone knows everything. Really? Everything. Like the, the like who's playing who on what day, at what time, what the rules are, who he is, where he's moving, mm-hmm. how he plays, who's good, who's not. Interesting. The entire city like is committed to the game or committed to that sports industry, which is insane. Mm-hmm. I wish we were the same. 
Yeah. I wish we could adopt that. Yeah. That's not me, so that's... Is it, is it not you? It's <laughs> not me. No. Are you not big on sports? No, I'm like, you know, like, I'm about live sporting events. If I'm invited to the hockey game and this baseball game, I'm there and I'm loving it. Well, see, I, that, but, that's but, cool. Yeah, that's... that. Okay, okay. They're, from that yeah. perspective, then for sure. I think it's because, like, the Sky Dome is right downtown and, like, you've got BMO Field where there are soccer players play, like, just down, like, two seconds from where you are right now in Libby. Yeah. Um, it's also central. I don't know if that's could be part of it, but uh, but I'm not uh, gonna watch it on television. And not no uh, no no not unless it's like a playoff game. Well, see, you even know what playoff is. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you're like, I'm not gonna watch the games unless it's important, which would be the playoffs. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, okay. For, for us, it's like I'm just not gonna watch the game because it's rugby or because it's uh, cricket. Okay. You know, like we don't have no, standards yeah, like that. that I guess. But except World Cup, but I think the whole world's obviously committed to that kind of thing. But if so, you have. A great understanding of sport to the point of live <laughs> live events and stuff like that. Yeah. You understand film really well. Out of what I've seen, you super connected around Canada, Toronto. How did all this start for you? How did you... Well, I'll say my full name because I don't think that's been said yet. Go, <laughs> I'm Jacqueline Kendall. Um, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I work... I, I work in PR and marketing ultimately. Um, I've got my own agency where I take on clients that are, you know, run the gamut of essentially within the lifestyle bucket, but, you know, travel, hospitality clients, as well as food and beverage, uh, fashion, beauty, etc. But I also go on television and um, speak to these clients, brands that I'm either working with or like that I'm invested in just loving. Um, I'm not always working with them, but I just really want the public to know about them. And I'll go on television, um, national television in Canada, and talk about them and um, and walk consumers through these segments where I, you know, and it could be anything. It could be something like more of like a newsy piece about like how the this whole trend to be a digital nomad's a thing. I recently mm. went on air and talked about that, um, and that was like a sit down newsy piece. But also sometimes it's like the one that you actually helped me out with when you yeah. were modeling last week, and it was like talking to all my favorite um, brands that have to do with like sleep. Um, and how to get your best rest. So like it, it totally is depend. Yeah. But I I love doing that, and I think I'm gonna probably be doing more of that in mm. 2020 more than I have been doing. Just more like on air. More yeah, because I just get so much enjoyment out of it. Like I I started mm. my I started in the entertainment community way back uh, when I first finished university. And I moved to New York City, and I got a job in the West Village working for a PR firm, and that was like my first foray entertainment because my boss was best friends with Jay Z and Beyonce's what? manager. That's dope. Crazy. So That's like dope. I actually so Jay and and Beyonce were best friends with Liv Tyler and Liv Tyler's husband before they yes. were divorced. And so we would actually go to this bar around the corner called the Spotted Pig and go upstairs to like the secret floor on the fourth floor and open doors and there would just be Jay and Beyonce and like all and like, and everyone's just hanging around getting drinks. It's so chill. It's just no security. Chilling. It was nuts. And like this is me like fresh out of university thinking this is how the world First works. Job. Yeah, I'm like okay, cool. No, everyone <laughs> in the world gets to meet Jay Z just in a casual <laughs> secret fourth floor. It was crazy. And so then that's like that was just when I started loving entertainment and loving mm. just like in front of but also behind the lens of everything that goes into it and and like just PR in New York City is just a different level of PR too mm. right like it's just where it was born everybody is just 24 hours a day and I love that and I love Americans I just love how they work New Yorkers especially though because it's so you know you work so with them too they get yeah. it done and it's yeah. like 
I think, you know, you you actually said before we started chatting that you think Toronto's really efficient and then people mm. do tons of... But I just feel like it's New York is such another level. So yeah. starting it out, starting out my career in that environment and then going and eventually working on television in, in Toronto um, and working with actors and, like, you know, directors and, and U.S. programming, Canadian programming, it just sort of got me... Um, loving loving the lens in all form and so now it's not I don't think it's a surprise that I just get so much enjoyment about from doing it myself because I've just been involved in the industry for so yeah. you know you know yeah. how it is yeah no it's great I think look I've I've never personally been to New York I'd love to um, have you not oh my I god you're an hour away I you've got to go yeah I can't get the visa oh shit yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're not a fan of giving me one of those oh. but Canada did yeah Shout we love Canada. you here yeah yeah. love the Canadian embassy because mm-hmm. they allowed me in um, <laughs> but yeah I, I think like I've never experienced New York standard except obviously for the people that I've worked with on set mm. like how quickly they move so with your understanding of PR firstly like what would you classify like classify PR being and how does it like differentiate between Toronto and New York? Like, mm, I, like yeah. out of out of out of what I've seen, Toronto is very like you say based around TIFF, which we'll, we'll get into now. Yeah, we'll yeah. Both great stories from that. Yeah. But like very centralized around sport. I, I, I might be wrong, but it's what I'm picking up on. And very like, um, I don't know what the word is. Not like Hollywood, but very like image and brand yeah. and like you know who knows who and tv and film and like yep. is new york the same is it is it the same vibe between them yeah so people typically say that toronto is like a cleaner smaller new york um i think within the last 10 years especially with everything that um, a lot of our canadians that are international like drake and you know say what you will about justin bieber but like you know there's so many other Can- like torontonians those are torontonians that have come out of um uh, I actually don't know if Justin Bieber's from Toronto. He might be from a small town, but at least Drake. And like you've mm. had these international celebrities that have put Toronto on the map. And so that I think in the last five, six years that Toronto, in terms of even um, like a culinary uh, destination, it used to be Montreal, which is another city in Canada and our French province. Yeah, that's now it's very north. 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 Very much. It's okay. You're going to get it. <laughs> get uh, it's very much about like just, it's sort of leading in all capacities. So whether it's food, mm. if it's film, if it's entertainment, uh, what hospitality, but like, yeah, I, I don't think people are wrong in saying that it's a smaller New York. And I think that's a compliment. New York's an older city and like mm. truly the epicenter of uh, many different industries. But Toronto's definitely holding its own. And so I think, whereas when I first moved to New York, um, it wasn't. And it was like, I felt like I had to go to this big city in order to get trained in public relations. And that's what I mean when I say PR, um, which is the nature of essentially making anything popular and or famous whether that be a person a thing a brand um driving an audience driving eyeballs and it was really truly at the time new york was the place that had all the best agencies and had all the best people that knew how to do this one um this one type of business this what had this skill set so i wanted to learn from them mm-hmm. but if it was today i think i would have stayed because toronto now is you know you've got new yorkers coming here and you've got so many people um flying back and forth that are either bi-coastal or just back and forth between these two cities you know that are an hour away if you're not familiar with geography they're not far but there's so much business happening I don't think I would have left because I would not think I would have felt the need so it has come a super long way Mm -hmm. um but yeah uh you know and PR is PR is international I mean I think LA too is also a super if you're working anywhere in the film and entertainment industry you want to be in studio yeah I think so yeah. Okay. So you, out of 
university college i don't know which which is the right we're word. university yeah university yeah. so coming out of university going to new york you worked in pr met jay-z which is probably like the highlight of that year of life, which <laughs> yeah. is really sick yeah. and beyonce yeah yeah that's met them together yeah that just hang out powerhouse of a room but so met them enjoyed that job oh yeah had, had, i did had, had, had fun in that i had so much fun my boss was insane but she was so cool um, for like the good insane like the yeah totally yeah. like like actually it pushed me so hard and yeah. I remember one time the phone like like was such a hard ass and like really really did like me but um, I was just she, she was just trying to get me to prove myself but like I was, was so it like a Devil Wears Prada type vibe yes but like this like is that? before that movie like when that movie came out I was like been there like come so on. you're the original yeah, what was well, the actress's was, name in the movie <laughs> Anne Hathaway. She's the original Anne like, Hathaway. Maybe, maybe. Oh my God, that makes me sound old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was this one day that like the phone was ringing across the room, and we had this rule because the the agency was um it was a satellite agency that was started in Philadelphia. The founder was in Philadelphia, but the the New York office was was run by my boss, and and it yeah. was really so there was because of the boss in Philadelphia could call at any time. The rule was never let the phone go unanswered. If you hear my line call, like ringing and I'm not in the office run. or I'm upstairs, you run. You get to that phone because no matter what you do, yeah, no matter because it doesn't look like you're working. If I'm working, that's true. So no one answers it, then the boss is gonna. They, yeah, going. yeah. So I ran. I was in like some form of inappropriate footwear. Pretty sure it was a dress. I don't know. Can't remember. It's too traumatic. Yeah, you and got like, that out. And it was like these concrete floors that were buffed. And it was an open concept office that, like, with these other production companies, they were really cool. Like, one of them was doing Paris Hilton's video at the time. Like, um, another, like, it was like all these creative types. But we all sort of shared it was before it was even in WeWork or anything was like a thing, but we were doing that. So, like, everyone's watching all these cool creative people. And I'm just like, I, I'm like Roadrunner. Like, and my legs just go out from legs under just me. Going. And I just, and then I just go right on my ass. And everybody looked, and I had like, I remember like the next week, I had just this massive bruise on my leg, and I couldn't, and she just watched, and like, didn't really like care. Acted, like, didn't, like, yeah. I think she eventually just got it herself, and it was like nothing, like. So you didn't even get to the point? No, I couldn't, I just wiped out. <laughs> That's why she was like, look at this. <laughs> she was like, she can't Look at this amateur. Oh, God. Climbing kind of onto the phone, she hangs with Jay-Z, climbing kind of oh onto the God. phone. Oh, my God. Shane, that's funny. terrible. That is Devil Wears Prada. That's a little... Did you have to, like, fetch scones? Scones? No, scones, I didn't, scones, but scones? I had to go do mail-outs, and I remember, like, there were some questionable people that we worked with. Well, it's like New York. Like, everybody... What, what like, questionable as in, questionable like, is in, like, like, mafia stuff? No, no, questionable is in, like, probably didn't sleep last night. Like, you know, like, people oh, wow. were, like, partying quite a bit, and so, like, remember when someone gave me their um, credit card to go do a mail-out, and there was just, like coke dust all over this black what? american express no i'm not kidding and i was just like and oh and i didn't even really know at the time i wouldn't have known because i was so young and green yeah. and i had no idea yeah. and i just thought she just like quickly took the card looked at me looked at the card that's when i realized something was wrong and then wiped it off really hard on her pant leg and then gave it back to me and i was just like okay so now i know that there was something yeah. wrong with that card my pants are covered in uh, like baby powder <laughs> that's terrible yeah it was just like but that was just and that was it. And so there was so much education going on. I was yeah. like, okay. You, I mean, I think you're kind of forced to learn really quickly mm. how, how things move in a city like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, stuff like that plays a huge role in that just because people are so busy. Yeah. And so active, you needed to stay awake and always yeah. to be on top of it. I don't think you can ever switch off. Like you with a phone and stuff, like no matter what you were doing in that office, 
answer the phone. Yeah, don't and it, it, it's, it it's such a simple task <laughs> that is then made the most difficult thing on the planet. <laughs> just answer the phone. Wear heels, wear a dress, and slide across the floor if you have to. Do you have to crawl? I love yeah. that you said Roadrunner. That's the best reference ever. Roadrunner to the phone. So, how long did you do this job for? That one was, I was only there for a year, just over a year because I was really just getting my feet wet and like, yeah. you know, when you start early and then you've got to leave to, to climb and then yeah. so I left that, came back to Canada, started in um, Global Television, which is like a big, it's like our, um, uh, our God, what's that, I don't know, what's a big network in Cape Town or in, in uh, uh, South Africa? What, like news network? Like, no, like just like any, like an, oh, like, uh, like an, Okay, yeah, yeah. like yeah. a fox. It's the yes. fox yes. of okay. Canada. So, like, I went and I got a, a job in PR there, and then I was working with, in that role, like, actual, like, amazing actors and directors and, like, sick. launching um, shows and launching, like, miniseries and sometimes films. And so working with, like, U.S. agents and, like, also working on our Canadian talent or what we call our homegrown talent in Canada. Yeah. And <clears throat> that was, like, amazing. Um, doing red carpets for the first time. That's doing, cool. like, press conferences and, like, really just understanding the business. And, um, yeah, that was that was really cool. Was so great. Jay-Z was just the star for you. Just the star. Just and just, yeah, home. and then I got a little more power in me and started, you know, that's so dope okay well i attended to the four years ago you told me earlier you have a lot of stories from this and I, that's why i'm so excited that you went from a job about jay-z and road running to the phone <laughs> now getting to tiff because your tiff story can only be that much more oh my gosh well i don't know if i how i've set this up but no there's some funny stories for sure because so, like you said, there's so many people in Toronto that um, interact with the festival in different ways. Yes. And, you know, in previous jobs, I'd thrown parties. Like, I had been that person that's like, okay, I've got a client that's like a, a, a vodka client. We're going to throw this party at Soho House and pretend that we're associated with the film. And because so many people are just looking that's to go so out, clever. you can that's just so pretend. Clever. Yeah, you really can. And, like, get away with it and get the people out to your party and get them photographed and so whatever. So, I've done that side of it. And then, most recently, last fall, I was... Um, I was running the red carpets for two of the big theaters. Um, there's only four uh, in Toronto that yeah. like put on. The, you know, you've been to TIFF. You've been yeah. to the film screenings. Yeah. Like they, we have red carpets before every premiere, and we'll invite uh, TIFF invites you know the all, everyone involved in the film, all the actors, all the directors, producers, um, to come out and premiere their film the right way. And part of that is a appearing on a red carpet walking the carpet and um you know the reason being it's amazing publicity for the film people get their photo taken people get an interview done um my job in that capacity was to um make sure that all people all parties involved are happy and that the carpet is moving and and that everything start basically that nothing fucks up like i is something called the carpet lead and it's sort of like I've got an amazing team doing like the groundwork, but I'm watching to make sure that there's no problems and then the film starts on time. Because TIFF, you might not know, this is such a festival for the people. Like they do not, they Um, will do not start one, two minutes late for their film screens. They are, they will say no to, um, give me a big actor. Like, Ryan Gosling. They'll say no to Ryan Gosling if Ryan Gosling is late. If you, (laughs) I could have said anything. Like Tom Hanks, whatever. If yeah. like if so there if Tom Hanks shows up 
um, you know, 10 minutes late for his carpet call time and he doesn't get a chance to walk the carpet and go through all of his interviews and push his film, they don't care. They will say... Oh, like no one's bowing nope, down to you? Nope, they do not bow down and they are known for that and that's why people love them because like, I A, see. the audiences love them because they don't get dicked around and then also I like see. for an industry perspective, it's like, okay, we know, like I was saying, like it's the festival where shit gets done, like it's, it's efficient. It's like you, um. you show up and you... You know, you see your film at two o'clock and then you have a meeting at four and you're not going to be... Yeah, just get it done. And yeah. It yeah. Yeah, but like, of course, they try to do their best to, to accommodate the talent. The talents are really good and they know when they show up on time. So my job is to make sure that um, the actors are happy, their managers so are happy. You were basically the Ray Donovan of TIFF. Oh, like the fixer? Okay, sure. But I can't kill people. <laughs> well, um, that's what you have to say on end. Yeah, that's you know, true. That's true. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to go into that so, um, yeah, so, like, it's, it can be really fun because you're you're just sitting back and you're watching. I'm not fixing. I'm not just, like, sitting there laughing. Like, I'm fixing the problem. No, exactly. You see some of the things that happen, but you're also, like, really aware of um, all these situations that occur. So, this past festival, I had, like, worked. Cause it's a grueling schedule. Like, you're just, your first carpet's at, like, 10 a.m. and your last one can be at, like, 1130. And, yeah. then, you, and then, of course, you go to the parties because you're, like, Fuck this. Why I'm not, not going to go to a party. Exactly. I've been working all day and I also exactly. want to like meet people and have fun. So then exactly. you go to the parties and like you're getting home at like four and then you're like getting a few hours of sleep and then you're up again. So all this to how, say. How long is tough as a whole? Ten days. Ten. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. But you know what? It's just long enough that like, you can do it. Like, you you can, can just make it. You can just make it. <laughs> day 11. But day 11 of the city, you just don't even yeah. want to interact with anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, so whatever. It was one of those days and I was super tired and I just wrapped my last carpet. And it had been... The funny thing is it had been a film that didn't have John Hamm in it. Because, but the way that the theaters work, you have multiple films preferring at at all, all different times. Yeah. And he hadn't walked my carpet, but like he was in the building and he was um, like coming out to intro a film with all of his cast. And uh, and so like whatever, love who doesn't love John Hamm? Like he's a legend. Oh, amazing! He's so funny. Ah, oh, he's so handsome. Yeah. And so whatever, just truly finished my day, actually in my dressing room. Just kicked off my shoes, like like no form of expression here. My feet were bare, like my heels are on the ground. I'm leaning up against the counter in my dressing room, like like the lights are all Full on. Chill, Full chill, but like I think I was eating a Cheeto. Like I'm not joking. I'm like this at, is the at first that level. <laughs> first moment I'm just like oh oh no no no, I wasn't eating this is I was on my phone of course because like the first thing I do I haven't been able to talk yeah so I'm leaning back but like like just just super relaxed now John Hand just walks into my dressing room looks at me like and I'm like mouth open like uh what yeah and then he's like oh Excuse me. He was like, "Oh, don't, no, don't get up." What a gentleman! I know. And then I'm like, I can't even react in time. I'm just like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh." And he's like, "I just, I can, can I just use your washroom?" And then I'm like, "Yes, please, please <laughs> have the washroom. <laughs> Take it home with you." And then so he goes into the washroom. I'm like mouth the game. I look over and there's this PA there who's like oh, got headset on. That's just come from the stage. He had to go to the washroom super quickly. Is what happened. And he had to like Wait, run into the. Did he take shit? No, but I've got a story. Ah, no, but wait. Ah, so then I look at her and she just looks at me and shrugs because she's like, sorry, like would have given you notice if happens. I could. And I'm like, thanks, but at least it could like, it could have been much worse. I could have been in the washroom. Who knew, right? Like there could have been so many You could have just 
Um, so, so you like going, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, well, I'm just going to stay here, because obviously, like, I'm, I, where am I going to go? It must um, have been like that awkward, but, but I did everyone's put, waiting for John to pee. Yeah, and it was a yeah. very long pee. Yeah. And, and that time I did put my shoes on, um, pulled myself together a little bit. Yeah, I put the cheetahs yeah. on. <laughs> put my phone down. And, um, and then he, he comes out, and he's just like, thank you. And like, in this most, like, John Ham, um, Madman, yes. John Draper way yes. that he could actually say thank you. He was just like, look me right in the eye. And, just like, and I just wanted to just, you know, obviously go to him. But then he, just start floating <laughs> towards John. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, but then he leaves. And then I'm like, I don't know how much time passed in between. I didn't directly, I didn't immediately go into the bathroom. I didn't. I Because that would be weird. I didn't do that. But at some point before I had to leave the, my dressing room, I to mean, go, it is your, it is it your is, bathroom. It was my bathroom, but I didn't because I would remember if I was like, whoa, 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 let me take a look. Like it wasn't weird like that. I but, done that. but, but, <laughs> but then I, I was leaving and uh, I looked and he, it was a, there was a frothy pee in the toilet and he didn't flush. He but he like half flushed. He must have half flushed because it was like enough that I didn't notice enough that I was like, oh, John Ham just didn't flush. But like he didn't fully flush the toilet, and there was it was just very dehydrated what was in there, and oh, that really? was really on par with I think his characters. You know, sort of like dehydrated. I think he did it on purpose. Do you think just to leave yeah, a little, little message? Like, and- what happens when guys go to the bathroom? Like you always try pee as hard as you can, so it makes the loudest sound. <laughs> Because then it sounds like you're pretty... Oh, because you're manly. Well off. Well, you know, you know he is. You've heard about the the whole hamaconda? What, John Ham? Yeah, you've never heard about that? The ham... Did you just they say hamaconda? They call it the hamaconda. You don't know what the, the hamaconda... See, now this is how rumors start. No, it's... You leave a frothy got... pee in a random lady's <laughs> dressing room, and she goes out and goes, oh, John Ham is so like, ham. <laughs> he's, no, he's got a massive penis. It's like well documented. Like no? It's well documented. You can Google him, and he's got. He doesn't wear underwear, evidently. Um, it's a thing. This guy knows. Yeah. Everything is planned. Yeah, and he walks around in these pants around LA, and you're just like they, they. Yeah, you can see the outline of. His, anyway, it's it's. Naturally. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that happened. And that was a pretty good moment for me. I like that. It's a good story. I'm going to think about this for such a long time. You're going to Google now. the Hamaconda as we well, go. Well, I am, but my phone's busy recording, yeah. so I can't do it right now. <laughs> so later, yeah. you know, put the lights off, you know, get in bed and be like, hmm, let me actually do my research. Yeah, there. yeah. John Ham. Yeah, it's good. Piece. But the festival's good for things like that. Like, you get to see. What, John Ham? Well, yeah, and like, see celebrities and like, they're just most normal. And yeah. you're just like, yeah, okay, like, you're just. You really are like everyone else. Like um, David Foster's daughters, Sarah and Aaron, like they're, um, David Foster, the famous director, like he had a film mm. with them. And like I did red carpet with them and the whole thing, the whole time all they wanted was to know where their snack bag was. Because they had this really? bag of snacks that was coming behind them from one of their assistants. They were starving and those girls See, are that's fit. the kind of thing I'd ask for, a snack bag. Oh yeah, no, they want, and like they were just like, excuse me, where's, where's, where are the snacks? And because they, no yeah, and so like, you're just like, oh yeah, of course you're starving. Like you've been in hair and makeup all day and you had to get into oh, the yeah, dress and walk. Yeah. So. It's so like cool that. that like, there's such a high level of understanding as well. Mm. Everyone's like, oh, you hungry? Oh, cool. Just eat. You know, yeah. like, yeah. But there's like no, or it seems like there's like no level of pretense. No, totally. Which is, which is quite cool. Oh yeah. I had, I had, I have one, I have a few stories from TIFF. Mm, yeah. I have one story. So when I came to Canada for TIFF, I took a flight path what's it called like I had two stopovers 
So I flew from Cape Town to Amsterdam. Connecting flight. Connecting flight, yeah. thank you. I'm so well educated. I flew from South Africa to Amsterdam, <laughs> which is 12 hours. Had a nine hour layover in Amsterdam. Flew Amsterdam across to Montreal, mm-hmm. which is north, not east. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Had a 26 or 25 hour layover. So like slept on the couch in the airport. Like I tied all my bags to me because I'm from South Africa. Oh my God. Tied everything to my leg. Like slept on my other bag and like used a towel that I had in my bag as a blanket. Oh. I'm just trying to sleep as much as possible. Got here on the Monday late morning. Had to be at the first event Monday afternoon. My bags didn't arrive. So I've been wearing the same outfit for three days. Mm. Need to wear a suit to this event. Long story short, eventually got my suit um, an hour before. And they'd like spring cleaned it for me. Like, you know, straightened it out for me because I was cramped into a bag. So it's really nice of them. So I think actually the airline went out of their way to do that for really? me. Really? So they yeah. opened your bag and got it out and did that for yeah. you? Yeah. That's yeah. So they, nice. they, they phoned me. So the director uh, got hold of us being like, listen, you guys need to be at this time for this, this, this. I'm like near to tears. Like, you know, I finally get yeah. to go to TIFF and I don't have a suit, so I can't pitch up. So she goes, cool, I'm going to phone the airline, phones the airlines. They ended up taking me another bag for me. I gave them permission and they ironed it for me, whatever. And I got my suit on, headed to the show. So we only had to be there. Oh, my times are going to be so up. We're going to have to be there, like, let's say six. I got into town, like, in the right street at about five. So I had an hour on hand. So I was like, cool, I'm just going to grab a beer so I can, you know, calm down. Because uh-huh. I've never done this kind of thing before, you know. It's like yeah, it's scary. A, it's a crazy environment. First time, at least, yeah. I, I'd never left the country either before. So, like, everything was very new. I'm going to grab a beer, so chilling, having a beer, have another beer, have another beer, that kind of thing. You can't have one beer. That's just a crime. So I had, like, two or three beers and... Start seeing all the cars pitching up, check my phone because I'm on the Wi-Fi, check, 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 cool, okay, need to be there, cool. Start walking and I'm like, how is everyone else, like everyone else from the movie, getting there? And we did it with Ben Schnetzer, um, who's an absolute legend, one of my favorite people on the planet, and Ella Purnell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Such sweet people, like really, really cool. I learned a lot from them. They're, yeah, awesome people. So I was like, how are they getting there? Because we're not all staying in the same place. So they all got like Car the service? whole, yeah, like yeah. the limo vibe, yeah. you know, yeah. like at a red carpet, it pulls up at the yeah. red carpet, the door opens slowly, yeah. doves fly, there's an eclipse, you know, everyone yeah. starts cheering in slow motion, that yeah. kind of thing. So I'm like, sure, this has been my moment to get that eclipse out the limo thing. Yeah. They all get taken. I'm like, where's our car? Like, where, what, like what car am I supposed to climb into? So I start walking, walking, walking. I'm look. I'm staring at the red carpet that I'm supposed to walk oh, on. No. There's a giant fence around it. And I'm like, well, now I just look like some random person <laughs> coming to watch the show. Because yeah. I've never been in anything yeah, before. Yeah. So no one knows who I am. Like, uh-huh. you know, I'm the little guy in the background that waves nicely. You know, right. like, yeah. so I'm like, okay, cool. Walk around the event. Get to the front. Security stops me. I'm like, no, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm in the movie. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 please. Enough <laughs> people have tried that. I'm like, no, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm like in this movie. I yeah. promise you. They're like, no, you're not even from here. So I like put on an American accent for him, and I'm like, yo, you see, I, I know I speak like an American. Da, da, yeah. da. It's like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Shout out to one of the people that have a headset on. They let me in. Walk up to the red carpet, and there's so apparently it's ordered. So like car for car will come Uh and then this person gets out and then all the photographers and the press know okay ben's getting out cool and everyone preps for ben i didn't know this so they're going car for car so i walk up to the car they open the door i'm like hey to like you know one of them inside (laughs) he gets out put my arm around i'm like cool let's walk down the red carpet and just walk the red carpet (laughs) there was no order at all 
just walked into the red carpet and I'm like, hey, waving kind of thing. I was like high-fiving random people in the crowd because I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do. Hugged everyone, picked everyone up, like scrunched everyone's yeah. suits. Like no one had a neat suit after hugging me. <laughs> Took a couple photos. We had to do interviews, which was the first time ever. I couldn't remember anything in the interview. Oh, God. Like nothing. Um, couldn't remember names. Couldn't remember events. Couldn't remember any of that stuff. Went in, watched the movie, and there was a word that Ben and I wanted to get into the movie, just for whatever reason. I mean, you're on set, you're tired, you play stupid games. We wanted to get the words shrimp salad into the movie. Okay. And there's nothing that happens in this movie that has any relevance to the word shrimp salad. Okay. And we got it in, in a monologue that I had to say, Ben and I are driving a car together, and he gets it in. I'm going to almost drop my shrimp salad kind of thing. We lose our shit. Because the, they made like, it into the film. And you, had no, and you like, had no like, idea. No, like no one took it out. That's amazing. And we tried so many times in different scenes to be like, <laughs> holy shrimp salad. You know, like just randomly like hide it to get it in. So when we watch it, it's there. Got it in. We lose our shit in the middle of the movie. No one has any idea no why. Idea. We're like, ah, I got you. He's like, I got you. I made it in. <laughs> get to the end of the pre- like end of the premiere. We've all watched the movie once clapping. Great movie. Um, we're all coming out, and there's this little Asian lady, but like fully geared up, like, you know, Asian culture style. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, those like, like shiny robes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Stunning, like those massive yeah, robes. And, like trailing behind her. But there's two ginormous bodyguards with her, and she works her way through the crowd. She comes up to me, and uh, our director had like whispered in my ear that I was supposed to bow and I was supposed to call her by this name, like this is who she is. Mm-hmm. They were like really on top of it, with like you know, so you don't disrespect anyone, which yeah. was really cool. So you know, bow, do my thing, you know, shake her hand in a certain way that was polite. Um, and she goes, no, 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 like good movie, good movie, like very good movie. I said, oh, thank you so much. Like you know, you need to thank. And before I can say, you have to thank these people. She's like, just one word of advice, and I was like. Okay. Aww. She goes, never straighten hair ever again. Because I had straight hair in the movie. And I was like, cool. Thank you. She's like, keep curly hair. <laughs> Taps me on the shoulder, turn on leaves. And I'm like, that's the advice? That's like, it. you could have given me anything. Like, you know, <laughs> pronounce your S's more. You know, like anything. Never straighten hair again. I, I was like, okay, thanks. You know? Did you heed it? You heeded that advice, yeah? You keep it curly. No. No, you straighten it. No, having curly hair is a mission. I like it. You have curly hair. No, no. You have wavy hair? No. <laughs> I have someone else's hair. Ah, <laughs> uh, the extensions. Yeah. I wish dudes could wear extensions. That'd be sick. Ponytail extensions are fun. But yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Do you remember her name? Was she a I big... I, I think she, she she was a big director or producer or something from yeah. the Asian film industry. Yeah. From like that, that, that side of it. Wish I could remember her name. She was the most gangster little like lady ever. Yeah. You know, she just walked up and she was like, hey, you, don't ever do yeah. this again. Next yeah. person, hey, you, don't ever do that again. Just like worked her way through the crowd. I was like, you're a legend. You're the yeah. sweetest little person. <laughs> oh, she was amazing. I love that you also just like hijacked the red carpet. That's I, amazing. Yeah. 
I mean, it was like I'd like to say it's because I'm like you know the John Ham, and that it's it's not. I just had no. But that's idea. the cutest story. I just didn't know that anything was going on. Just walked on like, hey, what's up? I'm here now. No, but people just to make you feel better, people like all the time mess it up. Like even actors will like we had at least three, two or three films where the actors we went to the back entrance of the theaters and not the main, oh, really? and then you're like, oh fuck, because then they come out and they do the and there's paparazzi on that side too because they were like they know that people come through the back entrance all the time, yeah. and so then they come out and then they like don't want to do it again but you have to be like no you need to get back into your cars come around half a block and do it all over and sure. you know or then you have like what you did like high five I think that's so great when actors do that like mm. you should always acknowledge your fans um like Adam Driver at um at this oh, past tip oh he I had him been back to back red carpets and he's first of all such a cool dude but like so tall and so yeah. like like he's just like he just is exactly how he comes off and I just I loved him ever since he did um, Star Wars like I loved him before yes. I loved him doing girls but since he did that it's like you really are a legend now yeah um, anyway so he like gets out and he just did not get, could not have given more like a shit about the press and just talked to and like went over to all the fans and then went to this side and then went to that side and, and, oh, and then came, yeah and then came in and didn't really care but then I talked to a few people and I got some background and I guess he was had a really negative experience with um the, the TIFF press like it must have been like a few years earlier for oh, some really? like I mean, they're usually wonderful but I think there was some story if like I'm remembering correctly where like he was reviewed poorly or someone thought he did something anyway oh, shame, so, but I think that happens and you're like you know what mm. no I don't want to get like you get a little jaded mm. you just sort of like don't want it but yeah he was he gave all of his time to the fans that's that so awesome. cool yeah it is awesome and like Scarlett Johansson for, on the other hand like yeah she says like hi you know and like signs a few autographs but like was 20 minutes late for her red carpet time had put what? like almost put it behind like looked super beautiful and cute and like oh my god she's yeah. stunning she liked my dress, which I was like, okay, I can die now. Bam. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, then you have. <laughs> yeah, so they're all. I mean, everyone's different. It's just fun. It's nice yeah. to like, like you did. Like you just sort of watch the different personalities. See what mm. happens. Yeah. Mm. Have you Have you ever done something like TIFF in a different city, like? A, a premium, I've been, uh, attended Cannes. I've been to Cannes. Yeah. Um, but I never worked the carpet there. Like, okay. was there and was, okay. like, doing industry stuff, uh, which is super awesome. And, like, yeah. that festival is so different. Like, talk about, like, a, you know, you're you're going to get anyone who, because everyone wants to go to the south of France. <laughs> and, like, That's true. Yeah, you know, it's That's a bit true. of a... That's true. So it's, like, it's the whole, like, It's thing just the glitz behind. and the glam. It's, like, it's the, the most... By far the most glamorous festival. And oh, then, like, really? oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got, like, their jury prize, they call it. And that's where, like, they... Like, being approved by the... Because um, the... Back it up, back it up. If you are walking to red carpet at Cannes, yeah. you have to wear heels. They have a rule where they won't let you. You're not allowed to um, walk the red carpet as a woman if you wear it not... And there's been um, actresses. Like, I think... Um, Oh, God, what's her name? She's the face of Chanel. She was in Twilight, you know. Uh, Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, I think one year. I think it was her. was like, nope. Like, didn't want... And, like, people, people have, like, re- rebelled against it. But it doesn't get you any favors. Because, like, yeah, you want to... You know, you don't want the media to hate you. They'll also boo you if you, like, don't... Yeah, they're, like... They're, their paparazzi will boo you. What? So, it's, like, very French. And How do you like, feel about do that? Wanna... If I can ask. I think that's terrible. About the whole thing. Oh, I think that's also terrible. Like, Ellen Page walked the red carpet this past Tiff in jeans and a black t-shirt. Like, that's that's her style. Like, she's not going to do it for anybody, and why should she have to do it for a canon? I just think it's the French way to have 
you know, like they're the, one of the oldest festivals and they want to mm. do it, but like you have to sort of, I think you had to modernize a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's like the, that's what Cannes is about. And then like Venice is all about the film, the, the uh, photo ops. So Venice Film Festival happens a week before TIFF and it's like, you go there and you get your shot like approaching on a boat and like that's the photo op that runs everywhere. <laughs> that's crazy. No, it's also really glam, right? But, and then, and then TIFF, like I said, is the festival for deals and then like, you know, Sundance, Telluride, all the rest. Like I just, they're, yeah. they're the more like wintry and, uh, Sundance, I think, to me, is more about product placement than anything at this yeah. point. Like, I just feel like they dropped Film Festival from their brand, and it was the smartest thing they could have done. It's just Sundance now. Like, you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, it's like the Film Festival is an extension of the yeah. brand rather than yeah. it being the lead, and yeah. so it's interesting. But, yeah, they all have their different calling card. Right. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like for film to still remain the focus in most of these. I think, like, nowadays it's so tainted with, like, a lot of... Um, What's the way like you watch people live in a house and shit? Um, Big Brother. Yeah, like um, what? What's that category? Like oh, reality. Reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stand that shit. Eh? Oh my word! Yeah. Like I, I get the attraction to yeah. it because of the people, and it's like very real. Yeah. Um, yeah. And people in, invest into that. Um, but like film, like old school film, like oh. you know, um, like uh, what you call it, like acting and producing and writing and like those skills like you never want that to go you know and see the wayside yeah i think film festivals are usually so good at making that a big focus as well on top of like you know all the all the glitz and the glam yeah i think it's kind of keeping a bit of a balance yeah i think you think i do i think that the film festival ultimately it's like you know you you watch a film and you're you're truly able to um like empathize with any any character and it, it there's like i think it's tiff that has the one of their slogans is bringing um bringing people together through film or, or um something about like human spirit like i'm, I'm butchering it but essentially yeah, yeah. like the point being you you know you watch a film and you're able to understand anyone's plight a little bit better mm. and so it can do it can do something for people communities like i think that's the point of it is to feel something. Yes. Um, so I think it's wonderful that we do these film festivals and that you get hundreds of thousands, like a thousand, I think it's something like 25,000 people come into town for, for TIFF. TIFF yeah, something like that. It's a crazy, crazy number. And it's just sort of like, yes, if, if that many people are just getting something from the festival, no matter what it is, maybe mm. just hearing about a movie that they're going to mm. go see in two months when it mass premieres, mm. then I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I agree with you. Like, I love I, I love the documentaries too because that's a little bit more like reality. Documentaries are dope. Yeah, they yeah. They always catch me. We actually started watching, does this count as reality TV? That cheer series? It's a documentary. Oh, it's a God. Doc- I, it's on my it's list. It's so dope. Yeah, hey. It's so good. Like, by the end of it, you are so emotionally invested. Like, I wanted to start cheering. <laughs> I was like, I swear I can do this. That's a good doc that shows that, it's right? It's really good. Yeah. It's really, really no, good. No, there's some good ones. And I think as a category, people are just like, Netflix is doing so much more of it. Or, or yeah. maybe I'm just getting more of them in my feed, but I'm watching more of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the reality thing's a little, uh, yeah, a little tired. But there's such a, an appetite for it still. Oh, there is. There's such a big market for yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Huge market for that. Even in South Africa, it's growing as well. I mean, we had, we had our own Bachelor. Oh. Oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> Australia has their own bachelor as well. And the funnest thing to do late at night, there's a few things that are fun to do late at night, <laughs> but one of the best things to do late at night is you go onto, I don't know where I found it, but you go onto Google somewhere and you can read their bios of like each girl or each guy that joins. Uh-huh. And like 
just the random shit that they say. Oh, so you don't have to do this late like, at night, but you just I mean, you're going to be the time of the day, but like, you know, my choice late at night. You know, that and Googling John Hamm. That's going to okay, be a right, balance right. Point. That's immediately after this. Oh, yeah. no, straight off. Straight off. <laughs> Wait, what happened in the gym? You were going to tell a story. Oh, okay. So being from South Africa, this is, uh, yeah, being from South Africa, coming to Canada, uh, obviously whenever we speak to people, they're like, oh, where are you from? And everyone immediately assumes Australia, which is a fair, fair assumption. Like, really? That's usually what happens. Okay. Also, like, if someone hears our accent, the first thing that comes to mind is not going to be, oh, he's from South Africa. Right, okay. Like, no one ever thinks that. Um, a lot of people don't know that South Africa is South of Africa, and that South Africa is its own country. Interesting. A lot of people we've spoken to here, they think Africa is a, a country. And it's just South. And it's just <laughs> somewhere at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so, being from there, so we got to gym last night, and I've got earphones in, and I'm listening to... Of all things, I'm listening to Nickelback, right? But like really loud. And everyone takes the piss out of Nickelback. Have you realized this? Yo, you everyone know they're Canadian, right? You know they're Canadian. Are they Canadian? Oh my god, you didn't know they're Canadian? I nailed it. No, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they're really? Canadian. Uh huh. That's so sick. Anyway, so I, I went from listening to NWA to Nickelback, which doesn't make any sense jumping from one to the other, but this is what I'm listening to. And this random guy, very sweet guy, comes up to me and he says, what sounds so good that you're listening to? So I'm like, oh, you know, Nickelback. You know, <laughs> like I don't want to be like that kid. You yeah. know, so I'm like, no, no, no. I went from NWA to Nickelback and also listened to this. And he goes, oh, you know a lot about music? So I just really, really like music. So he goes, no, I'm a composer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually stays in the building right next to us. And he's got a studio in his apartment. And I should come through and, you know, we can jam music, whatever, and go through, like, play records. And, you know, you'll teach me some stuff, which is really cool. So I'm like, oh, sick. So he goes, hang on, where are you from? So I'm like, no, nah, I'm from South Africa. So he goes, oh, cool, cool, cool. No, I've never been there. Always wanted to go there. So I'm like, yeah, no, it's a great place. You'd love it there. Ask now, what am I doing here? I'm here for this and this and this. I spent a whole story to him. Everything goes perfectly fine. I'm like, this guy, like the two of us have had a really good interaction. Like he knows me. He knows where I'm from. And as he leaves, he goes, Wakanda forever, brother. And I was going to, what? Why? Huh? So I, I panicked and I just went, Wakanda! <laughs> what? Out loud in the gym. I was, Wakanda! <laughs> and everyone was like, what the fuck is this kid doing? And he's like, peace! And just leave. I put my earphones back in and I was like, oh no. Like, I'm that guy that just made that, like. What was he confusing? I don't actually know. I, I don't. I think because, like, Black Panther. I mean, uh-huh. really, 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 really good film. But, like, it's African tribes that are in the movie that then, yeah. you know, lead, leads to Black Panther wow. being the superhero. So, as soon as you say, from, like, you're from South Africa, everyone just, like I said, yeah. just assumes Africa. Uh-huh. And his go-to of <laughs> Africa was just, like, Wakanda forever kind of thing. Oh, you, know? you did it back. Oh, my word. I, you would have like embarrassed him so hard, though. Like, you I did the right thing. I, yeah, I, 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 I wanted to be... A nice person. I could have been like, no, dude, that's just a Marvel movie. But like, I understand the concept behind uh-huh. Wakanda and like what it means to people. Um, so I, I see where he was going. I see what he wanted to do with it. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, fair. Wakanda, brother. Cool. You gotta do it again next time you see him. I have to do it every time. <laughs> Probably gonna see him walking in the street and just shut <laughs> down the street. Oh word. Uh. Is there anything else that you want to like say before we before we end off? Uh, just that, you know, so glad you're spending time in Toronto and oh, in Canada yeah. and, uh, 
And yeah, I guess if anybody's interested in interested in knowing more about what I do or um, PR or marketing or Toronto or all those three things together, then um, they can check out my website at JacquelineKendall.com or follow me on Instagram at cjackrun with two ends and um, yeah that's it like you know thanks for having me on this is yeah, super fun thank you so much for coming yeah. on I think it's I think it's really imp- like important for people to know because people don't get given enough credit where credit's due um, we owe you a big thank you I mean you've introduced us to so many people um, you've helped us you know to settle down in, in the in the city um, and just help us to understand all these different industries you know which I've had a hand in in my own way you know in South Africa and wherever else um, so thank you, thank you for that. Thank you for being that kind of like voice of reason for us. Yeah, I um, can't wait to see. I mean, like you only just got here. No, we've been here for like there's what, gonna be six s- days. Yeah, we're gonna like we're basically gonna rule this city by the time I'm we're ready to go. I'm super excited. Yeah. It's tons of fun. Yeah. Jack, thank you so much for thank coming you. on. Thank um, you. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, it's Josh and Jack uh, signing off. Thank you so much. <laughs>